0: God's good, isn't He? Amen. Amen. He really is. You know, I, was, I, told, uh, I told Phil, I said, you know, I've never had anybody make cupcakes for me because I'm speaking. I was so excited about that, you know. So <laughs> Now, I'm excited about the holy thing that's going to be taking place with you all tonight. Amen. Amen. And that's what I'm speaking about tonight, uh, responding to the holiness of God. And I would like to invite you to turn with me to 1 Samuel, chapter 2, and verse 2, and then a second scripture, is 1 Peter, chapter 1, verses 14 through 16. 1 Samuel, chapter 2, verse 2, and then 1 Peter, chapter 1, verses 14 through 16. And I told my brother and sister, I had it. It won't be three hours tonight. I promise, it won't. It's just so I'm, I'm excited for you guys. But when we talk about God and His holiness, He tells us that He wants us also to be holy. And in saying that, it's really when we talk about the holiness of God and that He wants us to be like Himself, it is an a possible task, isn't it? It is totally impossible. But He says He desires that we do that but uh, holiness is not just a a characteristic of God that's who he is God is holy and here in first Samuel chapter 2 verse 2 in the words of Hannah there is none holy like the Lord for there is none beside you there is no rock like our God wow what a statement and then over in First Peter chapter 1, verses 14 through 16, here we're called to be holy like God. It says, As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But, as He who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Pray with me. Father... Thank you that you have encouraged us, Father, and challenged us and will equip us to be holy. Father, it's impossible, but we know when you called us to do something, Lord, you will give us the strength and the power and the wisdom to do it. So, Father, teach us tonight about your holiness and help us to be just like Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Two points. First of all, What is the holiness of God? And I'm going to be honest with you. I've studied this for weeks. About how can I really describe the holiness of God? I can't. All we can do is make a feeble attempt, right? But God tells us some things in His Word. When we look at what holiness is, the word literally means to cut or to separate In other words, God is set apart from everything else. Now, when He created all things, He said that what He created was good. Amen? That's what He said. But you know, when we look at all in our world and all that we are, God is set apart from us. He's separate, and God is actually set apart from His creation. Now, don't leave me, because His creation is good. But he's in the class by himself, to say the least. He is ultimately unique. That is who God is in his holiness. Nothing or nobody, nothing can rival God, right? Nothing can stand in any competition against God. But our world is trying to do that. In your face, God, is the attitude of a lot of people, isn't it? We can't do that. Why do we defy God? And, and, and when I say in your face, that's not just a modern saying. When you look at some of the Hebrew words and, and Greek words, when you talk about what sin is, it is, God, in your face, I'm rebelling against you. We don't have a right to do that. God is holy. God, his, he's, I read something somewhere, and it gave, this guy gave me four words. God is incomprehensible. God is unsearchable. God is incomparable. God is unapproachable. I'm saying, God, if you're all those things, then I can't come near you, can I? But for the grace of God. But for when God became man, called the incarnation, when God became man, and, and uh, He tabernacled this human flesh in the person of Jesus Christ. it gives us a way to have contact with Him. When I think about the word Shekinah, I think of all this perfect glow that we can't even can't even look at that's God now think about his greatness God cannot I, can I just approach you Lord can I approach you for God so loved the world that he gives only begotten son that's how we can approach him right? but he is so holy he is so holy God is totally morally pure God cannot even tolerate the presence of evil or sin or anything. He is unmixed. He is he hates sin, does he not? Sin cannot stand in the presence of God. The holiness of God and sin cannot coexist. It's just not going to happen. And that's God. He will not stand for it.
1: God is,
0: as the Bible says, He is a fiery presence. He says, our God is a consuming fire, doesn't it? Man, I'm telling you. The more I think about the holiness of God, I'm thinking, God, how could you save this rascal from a little place in Kentucky who was really wild and a crazy guy growing up? He says, I love you. I gave you Jesus. Oh, thank you, God, for sending Jesus. The Lord allowed us to be a part of you. So God is, uh, I forgot who said this. i look at this. He's the ultimate monarch. Well, okay, let's let's pursue that now. Now, God is ultimate. He is a ruler. He is king of kings. Jesus is Lord of lords. He is everything to us because He is holy. Isaiah said, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. He talks about sitting on the throne. God who reigns. God who is almighty. You know, we had some winds last night, didn't we? Mercy, heavens in the morning. As I was going to uh, travel to the metropolis of Palatka today, over here on 209, and I, saw, I saw some big trees. I thought, word, what, I looked, I said, "Wow, that's power, powerful." And I've shared this with you before. But the time that we had a tornado hit my house up in uh, Campbellsville, Kentucky. Uh, it, I mean, I'm, I'm outside trying to close the door. I mean, inside the living, trying to close the door, it wouldn't close. And I heard a train, but the nearest train track is four miles away. You know, I said, "Tornado." About that time, it picks me up off the floor, a little low. Me, it throws me about twelve feet across the room. My back and head hit the hit the uh, wall, and I go down and cut my foot my first thought was wow God is more powerful than it than this when I think of all that power just what we see in nature all this power God is billions and trillions and trillions ultimately beyond that so that's God in His holiness God is everything so again I cannot fully describe the holiness of God but I hope you get the picture of this that God is far beyond us. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not ours. God is above us. And yet, He says, be ye holy as I am holy. Lord, how can I do that? How in the world can I do that? How do we respond to the holiness of God? My mom used to say, it plump scares me. It plumb scares me to death. I think, wow! How can I respond to God? How can we respond to God? You see, holiness is God's purpose for mankind. It is He in indicates in His Word. In His Word, but when I look at people in God's Word who responded to His holiness, I think of Moses. What did Moses do at the at the burning bush? Oh, wow! This is a holy place. Look at this. All this. Take off my shoes, so nothing is lifts me up any higher than I really am. Took off his shoes, hiding his face, afraid to look upon God because he's so great and holy. That's who he is. Isaiah, what did he say in in Isaiah chapter 6? He says, you know, woe is me, I'm ruined, I'm undone, I'm unclean. He's exactly right. When I look to God and compare myself, anything to what he is, that's who I am, that's who you are. But then, what did he say? how, how, How did he respond to God? Okay, Lord, here I am. Send me. But how can we be sent and how can we do the right the right work without being seeking to be holy like God and experience his power? When I think of the holiness of God, I say, Lord, you gotta make me, you gotta move me, you've got to transform me, you've got to guide me by your powerful Holy Spirit, God. I want to respond to you and do your kingdom work here on earth. Amen.
1: Paul on the road to Damascus.
0: Wow. Blinded by the great Shekinah glory of God. John called him the holy and, and the exalted one. And so how, am, how are we going to respond to God's holiness and the greatness that he is? Well, Jesus was perfect, wasn't he? Jesus was holy, wasn't he? So well, maybe we can just adopt his characteristics. Maybe we can adopt and make a part of our lives God's characteristics. I said this earlier, that God is separate. God is set apart. We can make a commitment to be a holy like he challenges here in, in 1 Peter. We can be we can accept the challenge that be, to be set apart from anything that displeases God. Uh-oh. You have know that bad thought that I had about this guy? And that patient cussed me out today. Well, that's not the right response. That's a very unholy response, isn't it? I don't care how a person treats you or me. That person is a creation of God just like you and me. Needs the grace of God to be saved just like you and me. I was just like that person at one point in my life. So praise God. So let's be set apart from all that displeases God. Is God- the word holiness, it, it refers to being consecrated. We can consecrate ourselves to God in everything. I said that once to somebody, and somebody says, you're nuts. There's no way we can be consecrated to God in everything all the time. I said, why not? And they say, me, well, are you always consecrated? I said, well, let me give you a very intellectual answer. No, because I'm a sinner and I'm weak. But when I'm weak and I sin, I confess my sin to God, and God sets me on the right path again. But we're challenged to be consecrated to Him. Let's be removed from anything profane. I'm talking about television. Oh, I... You know, probably... Watching the news. I mean, because <laughs> I'm thinking, it, it sometimes makes me angry. I think, oh, well, mama, get mad. Get on to challenge me to pray. But you know, I, I think maybe I just need to um, watch only the only movies I'm going to ever watch is Turner Classics, classic movies, you know, John Wayne. But he cusses, and ain't right. You know, so, you know, watch. Don't let anything profane come near us. We need to respond to His holiness with reverence and fear because we approach Him with godly fear. Or we need to do that. You see, we approach Him, and listen to this: the only way we can approach the living God who is perfect, and Jesus Christ who is perfect, is by the merits, by the merits and works of someone else whose name is Jesus. So he made the way that we can approach Him, and as we approach Him, we do it with respect. Um, you see, when God looks at us as Christians, He looks at us through the blood of Jesus Christ that saved us, right? So, God has made us holy in position. That's where we are. But now, in practice, you know, we need to act like, act, act, be holy in, in our actions. It'd be like a, uh, See, as a Christian, if I say, okay, I can be holy in most things, but some things I just really don't want to be, that would be like me being a gator and yelling for the seminoles. Well, not, not exactly like that. But I'm on God's team, and I don't need to do things on the devil's team. Amen? But God will give us strength to do that. Oh, what a privilege that we sinners, that we imperfect people have to serve God and respond to Him in everything we do. We can respond in worship. What is worship? I spoke on that a few weeks ago. But worship is experience the power and the presence of God. Respond to the uh, to that. And when I, I in God's presence, I can do nothing but adore him and praise him and glorify him. But then also say, oh, wait, I do have sin in my life, and I need to confess that. Because God, your holiness (laughs) takes me not only to my knees, but on my face. Because you, God, you're so holy. And thank you, God, for providing forgiveness. So I confess this, Father, and you bring me back to that fellowship that I need. That's worship. And by the way, our praise, our praise should never stop. Our praise should never stop. Whatever the circumstances. And you, you may say, You ain't been through what I've been through, Jakey. No, I haven't. But I know I've been through some tough situations. You know, it was really, 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 really hard for me to respond in praise to God. When my daughter died, I'm not feeling sorry for me, Uh, Bobby, you know, Dave, you know. But we can praise God that God is in charge and He is holy no matter what happens. And I remember when a, a pastor came and visited my daughter in the hospital, and, and some of y'all did, praise God, thank you so much for that, that I worshipped, I worshipped in those moments when my daughter was dying. And I worshipped when I remember a church where I preached two or three weeks ago, Dave Spadden and Tammy, his wife, I've known for years. And they came, to care room bed, and and just, it was a holy moment, and we were praising God in the room of a dying young lady. I just want to tell you, we can praise God. We can praise God no matter what goes on. And that's responding to the holiness of God. So if I'm going to respond to the holiness of God as God wants me to, and in you as well, we just need to make the commitment, Lord, I'm just going to be totally sold out. I'm a little skeptical of that term. Because I've seen too many say, I'm so I'm so down for God, I'm so down for God. And the next morning I saw this guy just get so mad and make a, I've seen it too many times. But when I say sold out, it's just saying, God, I want to give you my life as it is. And, and, and with your power and your strength, respond to you the greatest way I can for your glory. Am I going to mess up? God will say a hearty amen to that probably. He'll say a hearty amen that I will forgive you and put you on the right path again. Hallelujah. So when we respond to the holiness of God, it makes us so thankful for His grace. For His grace. And it makes me realize that I'm accountable to God with my life. My life is not my own. It isn't. Oh yes, we make our decisions in freedom, but my life does not belong to J.K. Carmichael. Since the moment of conception... Until I leave this life. And then afterward, I belong to God, the Holy God. So we have an opportunity to be holy like He is. To live a life of obedience, to bear fruit, to reflect His character, to resemble Him. I told somebody, I said, uh, I'm not on Facebook a lot, but when I went in I pray for everybody I read about. Or read the posts and stuff there's a lady by the name of Debbie Blair up in um, Elizabethtown, Kentucky. She just changed her picture. And, uh, oh, I love her. I've known her since college. That was in 1903, I think, something like that. But Debbie had this picture, and I say, Debbie, you look great. I see Jesus in you. And she responded back. I looked at it at 6 o'clock this morning, and, and she says, She said something, you know, and brought tears to my eyes. She said, "I'm so humbled. I never thought that I would reflect Jesus like you said." But she does. You see, that's what God wants us to do—to reflect, reflect Jesus. So, how can we do this? I would simply say, let's think of the thing about the things of heaven. The thing it says, Paul says, "Set your mind on things above," doesn't he, in Colossians? And then, on things of earth, let's put to death, put to death. Those things that come into our minds or tempt us, put those things to death and adopt God's attitude about sin. Clothe ourselves. You see, when I put on clothes, I really one reason why I have this shirt on is so I don't want you to see my Arnold Schwarzenegger body. You see. I'm clothing myself with this, so I look better really better than I would without a shirt. But that's, I don't even look at that picture there. But, uh, but we, when we clothe ourselves, we, we are wearing something. And we need to wear God's armor, God's spiritual clothing, and then we're more likely to be holy. My desire, and your desire should be, to conform to Jesus. The Bible tells us that. And when we do this, People will say, I see Jesus in you. We need to reflect His holiness, and we're going to be different. We're going to have a different perspective toward everything, toward sin, toward wrong desires. We have got God's attitudes, and we know actually it's going to lead to us resetting our priorities. Now, I'm so thankful for my pastor. Well, he's y'all's pastor too, this wonderful man over here. Sunday morning, really touched my heart as God spoke through this man and I have reset some priorities it's a little scary pastor (laughs) but do we not love God enough to take some risks for his glory that we might be more holy unto him you see he's called us to be set apart that's what holiness is to do his will is it going to be risky? Certainly. And it's going to be worth the risk for any of us. We'll fulfill our calling. We'll be useful to Him. And we will shine forth His light and His holiness. Is that what you want to do? That's what I want to do. Is it going to be hard? Oh, yeah. There's, to me, I can have 75,000 doctor's degrees and could read 18 books a day or whatever. That doesn't matter two things. The holiness helps. Pray without ceasing. When your big toe gets on that ground to you get out of bed, I say, Lord, thank you, Jesus. And I, I mean, I, I, and then God's Word, God's infallible, inerrant, His totally holy Word, prayer in the Bible, prayer in the Bible, prayer in the Bible and we don't have to be a genius to do that do we prayer in the Bible and we're on the road to holiness amen but what do i pray about well that's between you and god and, and I, I i use all kinds of things when i'm driving or when i'm whatever i'm doing to remind me to pray for certain things now i pray for my pastor John. i just pray for him. I, you know, it doesn't matter i don't have to be reminded and, and some of y'all i told i told uh, Shrina, i said go she makes me look good, she cuts my hair, you know, and uh, or she tries to make me look good you you do a real good job of trying <laughs> so when I brush my hair in the morning, it takes two seconds but but when I brush my hair, I pray for that woman and David just remind her you know when i when i I pray for Bob and Amanda you know. I just do that, but, and, and then, Bob, I even think it's silly, but when I pass the public, you're always, I mean, I am. Phew. So, and I just I just have these things that just remind me to pray. So when we pray, when we're in God's Word, we're on the road of being consistently holy, set apart, serving the living God, amen. And I pray that that's your prayer tonight and your desire. Let's pray. Father, you are holy. And